Welcome to the Patriotic Preachers Podcast, the show that looks at American politics through the lens of a patriot and the light of God's Word. Thank you for tuning back into the Patriotic Preachers. This is episode six. I'm Micah Farr. With me as always, Cody Yarbrough. How you doing? Doing great, doing great. And I feel so, I know we said it last time, but I feel so legitimate with this intro, man. Yeah. It's great. Uh. I would like to say that I played that on air guitar and it just materialized. We bought it. We, yeah, we yeah this is no, no, it, it, it definitely just materialized because of our masculinity, <laughs> because of our macho nature. And speaking of segues, <laughs> we're speaking on toxic masculinity. People still ride those things, the segues. People still have those. <laughs> yeah, so you we're talking I mean. about toxic masculinity this week. What is toxic masculinity? Uh, is it real? Uh, what? How do we feel about this issue? Well, first of all, before we go anywhere, let's do what we always try to do. Let's grab a scripture and talk about this as we do through the lens of a patriot and through the light of God's word. So I'm, we're going to be flipping over to 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse number 13. Watch ye stand fast in the faith. Quit you like men. Be strong. Let all your things be done with charity. Yep. How about that? I really like the way that verse ends. Because when we get down to the end of this episode, I've got some notes wrote down here. Uh, I've got that word, love, wrote yep. down because that is the driving force of what a true man uh, actually is and how he should behave. Most definitely. So just to begin this episode, let us talk about the world's definition because this is, again, uh, a very hot-button issue in society today what the world would define toxic masculinity as. It refers to certain cultural norms that are associated with harm to society and to men themselves. And so generally that's the definition to get a little bit more specific. Anything that is referred to as masculine, quote unquote, that is toxic in society that makes people feel uncomfortable that creates a toxic environment for people to live in, so on and so forth. And so, um, I think that to- while while I don't like the term yeah. and I don't like the overall arc right. that the term kind of the mindset, I do understand where it comes from. Yes, because we've all met those guys, and and most of it ain't that guy. Mo- right. Most dudes that I know, guys that I hang out with, uh, they're pretty middle of the road. Yeah. But we all know that that dude that we can't stand to be around because he's always right. He's super yeah. loud, super boisterous. He's uh, really, really alpha. Now I'm an alpha, right? It's, um, it's not wrong to be an alpha. It's not. We're not it, saying that. But I, I don't try to be like, yeah. You can't eat out of this dog bowl. I will bite you. It's just still it's silly stuff. Yeah. So cocky versus confident. Right. Uh, toxic is going to err on the side of co- of cocky. Um, so we're going to run down through some things here. Um, First thing I, I jotted down, we're sitting here trying to, to, to put this episode together. Quote, unquote, boys will be boys. You ever heard that before? Absolutely. And I, I don't like that. I, I don't like that. It's, um, it's a cop-out. It, it is a cop-out for boys being able to do just about anything. you know. Mm. And it's, it, I, I get where it comes from because in, in, in a lot of cases, boys will be boys. If you're talking about them no, if you're talking about building getting a fort. dirty, you're yeah. talking about them screwing gruffling around and just kind of, you know, getting getting down into the dirt. That's fine. Yeah. But boys will be boys when they're in in, in the yard and they're having a yeah. fist fight and they're having fight club. 
No, no. no but probably don't need to knock each other's teeth let's, out, fellas. Let's not do that. I'm okay with a little roughhousing, yeah. but when it goes to when they're actually mad and they're, they're right. throwing blows, uh, boys will be boys in a good way. Let's look at this. So last night, both of my twins, uh, they asked me, and I was kind of halfway listening to them, Dad, can we go down to the creek and catch crawfish? And I'm like, sure, whatever, dude. You're yeah. never going to catch a crawfish. They caught a tiny lobster. Oh, wow. They were like the last season of the deadliest catch. They come back in with Gordon's fisherman outfits that's on. A, that's amazing. Uh, they built them some little traps, and they're yeah. covered in dirt and mud, and yeah. they're down here building forts. And uh, that version of boys will be boys, that's fine. Completely okay. Uh, but there's boys will be. I've, I've heard parents use that with older boys to mm-hmm. justify their sin. Right. Hey, they're hanging out up there in the parking lot drinking and uh, doing God. Well, you know, what. boys will be boys. That's not always the voice. No, no, no. That I yeah, use for that parent, but I think it's I think it's accurate. Well, boys will be boys, and yeah. they always adjust their belt buckle when it, they say it's, it. It's pitiful too when you use that as a cop out for what your child is doing. Yeah. Well, you know, boys will be boys. Um, yeah. The, when you come to me in five years for counseling, I'm going to say boys will be boys. Right. When we when we talk about boys roughhousing, we we used to practice WWE moves oh, on yeah. each other. The boys will be boys. Somebody gets mad and you start throwing punches. <laughs> it's time to step in. Boys are no longer boys. We need to we need to learn limits. Yeah. Um, boys will be boys in that. Um, Mama, she's pretty. Oh ha 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 ha. Mm-hmm. Boys will be boys. Boy reaches out and grabs somebody mm-hmm. inappropriately. I don't care if they're five Mm-mm. or if they're 15. Boys will yeah. not be boys. Yeah. We tell them that's wrong. Let's right. not do that. There's a there is a line. There's a line. There's a biblical line. There's a biblical line. And so we don't condone the... Uh, there is. There is There is a version of toxic masculinity. That is... It does that exist. Honestly does exist. Yeah. But the, the, the where the world... Uh, Gillette. Is, right. Where Gillette and the world is wrong is that it's not all men. It's not ninety five percent of men. No. I would I would even I would say this that the line is between ninety and ninety five percent of men are the right version of masculine. Right. I don't know very many of these guys and, and then, I know a lot of guys. And then and then the other that are not the right version of masculine are both other ends of the spectrum. Right. They're either way too feminine or they're way right. too they're and, they're not Way masculine. They're they're the they're the false sense of masculinity. That's what we usually do is we gravitate toward the edges and we talk about the edges. But the the bulk of dudes are normal right. guys, and yeah. you, you know you can stand to be around them all day and they're fine. But we all know the guys that it's usually internet internet guys because yeah. it's easy to be toxic masculine on the other side of a keyboard. It's easy to be a dude when nobody's around. Can't get punched in the face. That's exactly. I'll right. give you a good boys will be boys story before we get too far in this episode. Okay. Uh, you weren't born. Let's see. Probably about 1999 or 2000, we were at Philadelphia Church Camp mm-hmm. down in Opelika, Alabama, and foolishly, the, uh, the the folks down there had left a recliner in our our dorm room, which was a Sunday school room converted to be a sleeping quarters for the week for the boys. So probably had a hundred teenagers at camp that year. Right. Um, so this particular recliner, in a scenario, just in case anybody that's listening is ever in charge of uh, setting up a dorm for boys, the least furniture, the better. Okay, you don't want to give them anything to work that's with. Wise words, right but there. But this was the worst possible piece of furniture because it spun. Oh man, not a good idea. And so by about day four, uh, we were successfully reenacting space shuttle launches, uh, the G forces. Oh, we sweet. we got in a ring around around the uh, recliner, mm-hmm. and we were each slapping it as it came by us in it like a carousel yeah. fashion. But it was approaching Mach three, 
and we would put the smallest guy we could find in the chair, and it was all we were all just having a blast. Oh yeah, until it threw him out, you know, and he made a hole in the drywall, so we got in trouble for that. But that was that was all in sport, you know. We look yeah. back on that, and it was a good. Nary was a grander time had by all. So right. that's that's boys will be boys in a good way. Well, here is a story that uh, boys will be boys was used in the wrong way. I uh, heard tell of a story um, that a young man sent a picture, an inappropriate image of himself to a young lady. Uh, they were in their early teenage years and sent this picture to the young lady, ended up being found out by some uh, high officials, um, school got involved, mm-hmm. police got involved, so parents got involved naturally. Uh, they brought, they bring the parents in, they let the parents know of the young boy that did this. The young girl sent pictures too. Both did. They were both in the wrong. Should not have done. Not should. Shouldn't have been taken. Shouldn't have taken place. The young man's parents said, "Oh well, you know, every every young boy does this. Boys will be boys. boys will be boys. No, 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 no. This is child pornography. This is a big That's big a deal. Yeah. That's a sin. <laughs> this is a sin. This is a this is a sin. This is a crime. This is a big deal. This mm-hmm. is an issue. These are what we call no nos. Yeah, and so that is where you say no. I will take care of this. Exactly. I will show my child. I will show my son where this is wrong, and then yeah. show your daughter too, because you're not just showing your son how to be a man and yeah. what it actually means to be a man and how to treat not just ladies but people in general, but you're also showing your daughter what it means to be a man and what they're looking for in a man, and that should not be normalized, period. If if you use boys will be boys when they're little, that ain't going to work when it's, bad boys, what you doing? Boys will be boys don't work when 5-0's there. Boys will be boys don't work on the job site. Boys will be boys. So that's a cop-out, and it's, uh, it's just not a good mindset to have to try to cover your, your sins with, or things that your kids are doing wrong under that that guise of well, boys will be boys. I don't like that. That's phrase. exactly right. So, so toxic toxic masculinity. Uh, it masculinity becomes toxic when assertiveness becomes aggression. Yeah, I, I think that's a good definition. Um, I talk about this on my my personal business YouTube channel. Um, I get guys on there that they're just they're way too aggressive about mm-hmm. things that don't matter. Right. Um, they'll nitpick anything anybody else does, and they're just uh, they must have really crummy lives because they're yeah. trying to make themselves feel better by, you know, downplaying anybody else. I can't think of uh, I don't just scroll YouTube and like make negative comments, but there's a lot of guys that do that. That's yeah. what they live for is to trash talk. Uh, they're no longer assertive. They're aggressive and yeah. it's it's just silly. What what do you what are you getting out of just just trash trashing anybody and everything that you that you see? It it you have to be assertive. The, you, I'll tell you what, here's an example but, of when Cody, me, will will cross that line. Mm-hmm. I'm at the gun range. Yeah. Somebody flags me with a weapon. Oh yeah. I'm gonna go assertive because it's life or death. Right. Anything short of that Probably not going to be like a big deal to me. Yeah. Now, unless we're, you know, there are some instances. You put your hands on my family. You put your hands on me about two or three good times. We'll, yeah, that assertive goes to the right. aggression side, we, right? We will, we will go ahead and go to Fifth City. That, yeah. That's an option. That's but always on the table. But it, we don't live in the there. aggression area. Yeah. That's just that's a the nuclear option. It's, it's important to be assertive as as a man, uh, because if if you're not, people can people can tell if you're assertive mm-hmm. or if you're not and if you're not assertive 
then you'll get walked walked yep. over. And so it's important to be assertive. But when you become aggressive, people that contrary to what you might think, people look at that and they see it as a weakness. Yeah, it's, it's very n- weak. It is not a strength. If you get angry and become aggressive at the slightest thing, yeah. people like me just sit back and just, watch as you melt. Mm-hmm. And then when you melt, I step in and I take over. And now, now I've... It's you've made it easier because you melt down and people yeah. are looking at you like, oh well, that's yeah. crazy. We need somebody to lead us out of this. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And even if you're not good compared to that <laughs> compared guy, compared to that guy, you're I'm great. a whole lot better. You could have a you'd have a guy stand here and say, how do I get to McDonald's from here? And you'd say, well, you know, you could go down here and take a left and go down this road, mm-hmm. or or you could go straight, or you could come around this other street over here. Bring another guy. Well, you need to go this way right here. That's the only right. way to go. You got to go up here. I can't stand that guy. Yeah. We're in the car. I'm driving. We're on a trip. And there's four or five ways that are all basically the same, but he's got his way, and he's man, you know, turn left, turn, do this, that, that. Right. Like, dude, cal- calm down. The bro. best way, calm down. Assert. Uh, it's, it's great to be assertive. If you ever find yourself getting into the aggression, look at it. Why are you becoming aggressive? Does this require you being aggressive? No. Then yeah. chillax. Does it? Then okay. Maybe it does. Maybe somebody is in your house and the aggression now needs to be taken out on that person so, because you have a gun. In your hand. So you're saying if there's an intruder that I can't be effeminate and be effective? No. I can't come downstairs and be like, stop. Sir, sir, why are you here? Stop it. No. Like, get out of my house and stuff. Unload a clip on that guy. Just shoot till he quits moving. Be aggressive. It's okay to be aggressive at that point. So, all right, what, what do you got? Toxic masculinity. It's toxic. Masculinity becomes toxic when. Uh, I've got some different things here. When cocky becomes, uh, when confidence becomes cockiness. Oh, that's a big one right yeah. there. Confident, and it's the same thing you're talking about. Be yeah. assertive, but don't be aggressive. Unless right. you got to cross the bridge. Be confident, don't be right. cocky. I'm, I'm confident in my ability to do a number of things. Yeah, I know a, a strength is knowing what you're not good at. Right. I know the three or four things that I'm really good at, and I know the dozen things that I'm kind of okay at, and yeah. then I know the the bunch of things that I'm like, mm, that ain't my world. Yeah, I I'll, I may I may try to do it, but I, if somebody else comes along, electrical stuff, I can yeah. wire up some stuff. Right. I can put an outlet in plumbing. I can. I was plumbing today. I was yeah. working at my new shop, and I was putting in a uh, doing some fittings and stuff. Easy stuff. But if a electrician shows up, I will defer to him. Yeah, that's me not being cocky. That's what I was about to say. Confidence and cockiness all depends on who you're talking to. I can have the same level of confidence talking to um, some talking to you about painting. I'm I'm a I classify myself as a semi-professional painter as a joke. I I painted with my uncle for a couple of summers. I'm pretty good at it. I can talk to you about painting. I have some knowledge. You are not a painter. If I talk to my uncle, I'm not going to say anything and tell him anything about no, painting. Ain't going to do it. Not going to do it. He is a professional. I am a jokingly semi-professional painter. Right. Um, s- same thing. I, I have adequate knowledge about firearms. Now, I can talk to you all day about the safety aspects of, of firearms. Don't put your finger on the trigger. Uh, make sure that the the you check it three times. Make sure it's not loaded. We can talk about the safety mechanics, but as far as firearms are concerned and the nitty gritty of it, I'm not going to try to talk to you about um, um, about the nuts and bolts of a gun when I know you know a whole lot more about. But then, in the same breath, I'm very confident in my knowledge about weapons. I can turn around and talk to Joe Blow right. off the street and be just as confident in how I am with you and carry the conversation, carry the same conversation with him, but give more uh, of uh, more. 
uh, talking points to him right. because he doesn't know as much as I do. And all the while, I'm just as confident. Yeah. My confidence level has stayed the same, but the problem with somebody who's cocky is that it's up and it's down and it's mm-hmm. up and it's down, all depending on who they're talking to. If they're talking to somebody who doesn't know anything, then they, their their cocky level yeah. is up around and they yeah. know that they're not going to get found out. <laughs> but if they come and they talk to you, they get found out about something, well, right. then the cocky's got to go way up higher <laughs> to compensate. To compensate. Yeah. Just be yourself. Be yourself. Like, and you don't have to worry about it. Exactly. Um, toxic guys always have something to say negative about anything they see. doesn't matter what it is. They have to critique and tear things apart. And the thing is, nobody likes being around that mm-hmm. guy. Guy just commented on my YouTube channel while we were in the break here uh, filming this episode. <clears throat> I filmed a, uh, a short video today. We were outside and a big truck drove by in the middle of the video. And the guy says, get yourself a mic already. And I go to his channel. It's just a little blank avatar. He's got no photo yeah. on his channel, no uploads. So I, I commented back, you're going to uh, donate one? You know, I'm giving you free knowledge on yeah. the Internet, but they have to critique. They have to find something to pick apart. And I've never yet found someone who made a negative comment that actually had a YouTube channel that had any any of any substance. Oh, no. Most of them have no videos. no. So they're not doing anything. No. They just like to critique the people who are doing They've something. They've created a channel just so they can critique. Just, just to be a troll. Yeah. And that that's not... It, 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 that does no service for anybody. Nothing always for you, got nothing for anybody else. Always something negative to say about. You know, a uh, guy pulls up in a truck. Well, you should have bought this. You yeah. should have done this. Oh, Dude. you got a Chevy. You should be a Ford. Yeah. Well, the thing is, trucks all run, and they all break down, and it does not. <laughs> I'm a cat person, okay? I'm, I'm a, I'm, you know, you've known yeah, me your whole yeah, life. Right. I'm a man's man. Right. I like meat and potatoes. Yeah. I like shooting guns. I like cats. Yeah. I got one. It's it's right out there, little little gray cat I call the sis. Her name yeah. is Sissy. I call her the sis. I don't know why. I just, I like this cat. Yeah. Guy comes over to my house uh, sometime back, some years ago, and it, <clears throat> he's not a cat person. Mm-hmm. That's fine. You don't have yeah, to be a cat cool. person. And uh, he's like, well, you really don't want none of the male cats. The cat we had at the time was a, we have a male and a female cat. Mm-hmm. They were they were little bitty kittens. I I brought them home from where I used to work at. I'm like, well, um, I like this cat more than I like you. How about don't come to my house and tell me what pets to have? Right. <laughs> like, you know what you're doing? You're being a little bit toxic. Yeah. I'm, you, I'm thinking you, about punching you in the face. You don't have to always have something negative to say. A, you, you can, if, if you, it goes back to that old adage, if you can't, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. When I go to people's house and I'm, uh, their dog's jumping on me, I don't like their dog jumping yeah. on me. But I it's just, their dog, it's their, their dog. house. It ain't going to hurt it's me. It's not going to hurt. I'm not going to get an attitude with them. Be yeah. like, man, you need to get your dog under control because probably that guy is going to go a little bit more alpha as he should. Yeah. And, and, and nine times out of ten, if you keep your mouth shut, they're going to say, oh, I'm sorry for the dog, yeah. and take it away anyway. But it, it, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. So Pick your battles. Along with that guy, there is this guy who is right all the time. Has to be right all the time. If they're not right, then you're wrong. I can't stand that guy. And, it's just, and, 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 and I know that didn't make sense, but it, it, it makes sense <laughs> it to makes them. It makes sense to me. It makes sense like, to them. That, that's wrong. Well, then, if, if I'm wrong, then you must be wrong when about When did they stop wrong. learning? Did they just know everything in kindergarten? It just doesn't make any sense. You should always keep learning. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I, I consider myself to be very proficient in a number of ideas, a number of knowledge bases. I'm, I'm, I'm very knowledgeable in the Bible. 
You're I'm, knowledgeable in history. I'm very knowledgeable in history. Yeah, I'm a. I like history. I would. Yeah. I would classify myself like you do a semi-pro painter. Yeah, I'm there in history. Right. I don't talk to you about history because I always <laughs> feel dumb. I'm like, what was that? You remember? And I kind of know about it. And right. then you like, oh yeah, it was this, 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 this. And I'm like, yeah, the, yeah, that. But that. the thing is, I, I. But that's I, your thing. Yeah, I, you're supposed I enjoy to be that, good at it. Right. But I'm not gonna. If somebody comes to me, and here's here's the thing. This is how I try to be about about anything. If somebody comes to me and tells me, well, that's wrong, okay? It very well could be because could be wrong. history <laughs> isn't always cut and dry. Right. It could be wrong. It's nuanced. Tell, yeah, t- tell me how I'm wrong. Uh, what, what, what new information do we have about it? And if they go on and tell me, for instance, got into a conversation with somebody the other day. We, I may have talked about this on the podcast. I don't know. Uh, but talk to them about Christopher Columbus. Oh, yeah. It was Columbus Day the other day. Oh, my goodness. I was talking about uh, Col- Christopher Columbus and just to... You mean that genocidal maniac Christopher Columbus? False. <laughs> Christopher Columbus gets a bad reputation based on what other people did. Christopher Columbus was a friend to the Native Americans. What? What? I didn't learn that in school. Well, you won't learn that in school. Um, all he did, all he did was bring smallpox to the Americas. Unknowingly. Unknowingly. Did not know. They, there was no, uh, at this time, in 1492, and then, you know, the subsequent years as he's traveling, he made like three or four voyages. Um, he had no clue. They had no clue. But the terms. guy you were talking to was... Yeah, but the guy the guy I was talking to, he said, uh, I made I, I made the, and here's the thing, he would he would talk about how toxic masculinity is an issue, but this is what happened. I was having a conversation with person A about how I think Columbus gets a bad rap, mm-hmm. and then he says from across the room, "What did you say? What 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 did you say? What what what?" <laughs> Inserts himself into the conversation and then proceeds to tell me how I'm wrong, and I go, "Okay," and I'm listening. And he tells me how Columbus killed these many people, and Columbus shot this many people, and Columbus was this and this and that. And Columbus went, mm-hmm, was a crip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I said, uh, no. Columbus did not, not one time, shoot anybody himself, nor anybody in his voyage. Understand that. Nobody in his voyage shot anybody. Yes, people died because of smallpox, yeah. but he didn't do that on purpose. Okay. So then I say, but look at Cortez, look mm-hmm. at Hernan, her, uh, well, that's her name, Cortez, look at DeSoto. Mm-hmm. Uh, they killed people themselves. They killed them with guns. They killed them with swords. I they said were conquisting. They were conquisting. They were conquistadors. <laughs> they were conquering. I, I, I'm, I'm writing that word down. Con- <laughs> conquisting. Conquisting. Bro. But uh, I said, no, he, he gets a bad rap. So, oh, no, no, no. And then he proceeds to tell me, well, you're right, but... No. Well, that should be it. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I Nothing give Columbus a bad rap. That was the entire argument I was making. Columbus gets a bad rap. Mm-hmm. Not there was evil committed. Right. In, but he has to be right. No, he had to be right. So he was like, no, you're right, but you're right, but mm-hmm. you're right. And I kept saying, I know I'm right. I know I'm right. I know I'm right. I was still assertive. I had not reached the aggression. He yeah. was He was being aggressive. But... It got to the point where he had to be right. And so, to be right, I'm going to say anything and everything I can to be right. And I stayed right here. Yeah. I had a conversation. I gave him facts. And at the end of the at the end of the conversation, he was up here, like way up there in as far as his aggression was concerned. But he was he left saying, You're right, you're right. I'm sorry, I know. No. <laughs> Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. You may even have the same kind of knowledge as somebody, but if you ever reach the point where you're like, you're right, or maybe you don't have all the information and you need to go and do a little bit more research, all that, that long story to say, don't be afraid to say, I don't know, I'll get back with yeah. you. 
It's okay. That's a great answer. It is okay. That shows more strength mm-hmm. than trying to come up with something off the top yeah. of your head to fix it. And so if he would have said, you know what? You're giving me a lot of solid points. I'd still disagree with you, but I'm going to go study, and I'm going to come back to you, and we're going to finish this talk. I would have been A-okay with that. Yeah. That I'm shows that, he's, that. He's, using, he's trying to use reason and exactly. logic. To, oh, yeah, you know, maybe I'm learning something new here. So if, 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 if you're that person who cannot be wrong because it does something to your ego, fix it. Yeah. Change it. We're all wrong at some point. Is toxic masculinity equatable with being dangerous? Can you be dangerous in a good way? Oh, yeah, you can be dangerous in a good way. Yeah. Uh, so toxic masculinity, you, you can't say toxic ma- masculinity equals being dangerous. You can be dangerous in a good way. Yeah, you're I'm, like you're like Maverick in, uh, in Top Gun. You're yeah. dangerous, man. Yeah. Na- <laughs> I've Navy, been waiting the whole episode <laughs> for that plug. Navy SEALs. Danger Zone. <laughs> to the danger zone. That's the only part of that song I like. Uh, you can you, Navy SEALs are dangerous in a good yeah. way. You can be a uh, concealed carrier. We talked about the Second Amendment. As a concealed carrier, mm-hmm. you are dangerous. Right. But in a good way, right? I'm I carry on the defensive, mm-hmm. right? I'm not carrying offensively. So my goal is to always, and it doesn't always happen, but my goal is to always be, if I can, the most dangerous person in the room, in a good way. Be so the defender. If something happens, I'm the defender, and I'm right. I'm as apt and able as as I can be to fulfill that role. Uh, like you said, our special forces guys in the military, there our military is dangerous because it's that's what they need to be. Yeah. So. Uh, I wrote some other things down here um, some years back. You remember the Pop-Tart 1911? Mm-mm. You remember that story? Mm-mm. Kid in kindergarten or first grade got suspended from school oh, because he chewed that. a Pop-Tart yeah. into the shape of a 1911. Two things here. Number one, I'm impressed that you could chew a Pop-Tart into a distinguishable gun shape, right. much less that accurately that they knew it, it was it a 1911. Was 1911. Yeah. <laughs> so that means that he had a single action pop tart. That's impressive. Uh, but the sad part of that story is we've gone so far the other way, trying to counteract this, right. the, these truly toxic people that we've instituted stupid things like zero yeah. tolerance. So this little kid, five, mm-hmm. six, seven years old makes him a, a pop tart pistol and he's just goofing around and he gets suspended. Yeah, that is silly. It's, it's insane. It's, okay. it's, it's so stupid. And you're exactly right. I I disagree with the zero tolerance policy for just about anything. Zero, you you can you get into a slippery slope when you're like I'm zero tolerance for anything that's mm. that's in public schools. I'm zero tolerance for a lot of things. And you can say, well, what? And I'm like we we did an episode on abortion. I'm zero tolerance for mm. abortion, uh, homosexuality. I'm a zero tolerance for that. I'm zero tolerance for. Uh, for sin, you know, even if it's my sin, I'm zero tolerance. Yeah. Like, I should not sin. It was wrong. I, ideologically. Me. Right. I'm ideologically, zero. I'm zero tolerance for that kind of stuff. But when it comes down to things that happen in school systems, like, uh, for instance, at the local school system, well, all of them, all the local school systems around here are zero tolerance for fighting. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't See, like that. And our kids went to the Christian school out here up until last year. Yeah. They're homeschooling now, and they may wind up going back to the school. But since it was a private school, the principal there, who's a friend of mine, he's a former Army guy, retired mm-hmm. older guy. And if the boys if the boys needed to go out there and, you know, put on some gloves and duke it yeah. out and be buddies afterward, he was like, cool, yeah. roger that. If, if, um, if a kid was getting bullied and they tried all the appropriate channels and they were still getting bullied – that principal out there was, he was, you know, they'd go check camera footage yep. and do the due diligence. And if, if it came to be found out that the, the victim stood up for himself 
and knocked a block off the bully. Yeah. No punishment. Yeah. I was like, Roger that. Yeah. When I was in eighth grade, um, we had a guy move in to the school system, moved in, and I was I was well known for the the kid that was friends with everybody, and so they put this kid up close to me, and a few weeks go by, and I'm 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 telling my teacher. Uh, and I go and I tell the vice principal. I'm telling every, I'm telling the guidance counselor. I'm telling my dad. I'm like, hey, look, this kid started picking on me verbally. I can handle that. I'm I'm confident enough in myself. I don't care. I I can handle that. But it has changed from verbal to he's now taking my stuff. He's now reaching his hands in my book bag. He's taking my stuff. And then it got to the point where he was physically he was pushing me in the hallway. Uh, then uh, he started like shoving me. And he started uh, like elbowing me in the hall and you could be you could say well you know toughen up and i was i wasn't i wasn't compl- yeah but that gets old I, it was getting old and i was mm-hmm. i was wanting them to do something about this situation get him away take me away just give me a break and so nothing was done nothing at all they said micah you're better than this deal with it basically is what they said and i said okay so i go home and i tell daddy and daddy says son eventually you're gonna get to a point where you're just gonna have to take Matt. you're gonna have to take care of it mm-hmm. i said okay so one one Friday, me and a friend of mine are sitting around, and we were singing. Uh, a, a, it was a football Friday. We were singing this song. Hit him in the mouth. Hit him in the mouth. What? Hit him in the mouth. Hit him in the mouth. What? We were ready for football. And so as I'm singing this song, I get a tap on my shoulder. Turn around. The guy who's been bullying me, he punches me in the face. I laugh. I'm I was a much better man then <laughs> than I am now. I laughed, and I just I shrugged it off, and we kept singing it. And he taps me on the shoulder again. I turn around. He punches me in the mouth again. And I look at him. I call his name. I said, look, if you touch me again, you will regret it. I promise you. And he laughs. And, and I'm not laughing anymore. We get ready to go back to the classroom. He decides he wants to shove me another time. I punch him. And I did not aim for his nose. I aimed for the brick wall that was six feet behind his <laughs> nose. And I punched through his face. And You kamehameha did. Yes, I did. And um, I, br- I broke his nose with, with one punch. I'm at, at the time I'm about four foot nine. This this guy's like five foot eleven. I'm like ninety pounds soaking wet. He's two fifty plus. You know he's a big kid. I'm a small kid. I'm still a small guy, but I got in trouble, and it was not my fault. I tried what to get out of that situation. I could not do anything else. I got in trouble, and they said it's a zero tolerance policy here at the school. We're sorry about it. No, 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 no. You failed to do your job. Right. And so with that being said. There is a time when you may have to put your hands to the plow, so right. to speak. That shouldn't be your first go-to. Right. And Biblical, turn the other cheek. Exactly. And then uh, it should be you should be looking for an, an, an out, a, a way out. Not that if somebody comes into your house, go into the furthest room. No, no, no. They came into your house. Right. Shoot them. Yeah, well, we'll, uh, we'll shoot them three or four yeah. times. But... Yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me to, to make it a zero tolerance because that's a toxic behavior, so we're zero tolerance. Well, what led to that right. behavior? How did we get here? How did we get here? Maybe it's your fault as a school system. What else do you have for what is toxic masculinity? Because I've got a, a topic down here we're going to transition to as far as how to treat a lady. Okay, uh, well, what about um, well we talk about picking a fight versus the defender? Uh, strength comes from that the idea this is this is false but strength comes from size or volume yeah you know that that's not where strength comes from and that kind of touched on that with the story i just told but you don't get strength from being loud the loudest person in the room and you don't come you don't get strength from 
being the strongest guy in the room. I mean, it's usually the quiet guys that you got to watch. Guy. That's right. Yeah. And I'm not the quiet guy in the room. I'm the goofy guy. Yeah. Uh, and you're you're that way too. We're yeah. we're usually I love you know, having a good time, cutting up and and stuff. But it's the uh, it's the guy over there that doesn't say a lot. You know, that's usually the the guy you got to watch because he's usually you know got his stuff together. Somebody who has a problem yelling, mm-hmm. not strong. Don't like that guy. They're 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 not strong. They if if you yell, you have if if you constantly find yourself yelling, then you have a problem controlling yourself, controlling your temper, self control. Mm-hmm. So you you're yelling. I just have a problem with my temper. That's not masculine. That is toxic. What about the guy that puts his wife down in public? I hate I hate that. I want to poke him in the eye. My my dad does a f- phenomenal job of making much of my mother. Yeah. My mama is just, the, she is the best lady I know. And if my daddy, I'm, I'm, I'm 25 years old, I would not, I'd be very careful. I would not uh, say anything to my, to my dad in a derogatory manner. But if he said something negative about my mom, just to say something negative, I would stand up for it. I'd be like, hey, what? Is, mm. is something, you, are you okay? He, yeah. he wouldn't, so I would know something's up. I'm like, yeah, are you okay? <laughs> but I would stand up for it. You know, it's just, you should not, Try to make yourself look better by yeah. making somebody else look worse. There's been times where Talks. we got into arguments in public, regrettably. It should have been, hey, but it happens when you're married for a long time. But we've also been around couples, you know, hey, y'all, let's come hang out. Well, okay, so we go hang out. And what winds up happening is a uh, dude keeps snapping at, at his wife in front of me, it's and it pitiful. makes me feel weird. I'm yeah. like, dude, what are you doing? And we, we get in the car and go home and... Uh, Emily will say that was weird. I'm like, yeah, that that was weird. I don't yeah. like that at all. Like, are you trying to impress me? Because it's not working. Yeah, masculinity and, and another 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 thing that I see is, baby, go get me go get me a refill. Baby, bring me some food. Bring do this, do that, do that, do this. If she wants to do that because you love her so much, that's true masculinity. Yeah. That you love her so much and show your love to her so much that she decides, hey. Here you go, mm-hmm. but not that you. Hey, go, go now. If you ask her, she's up. And you ask, sure, okay. But I, I'm talking about the guy who cannot do anything for himself. Emily, uh, my wife brought us these coffees down here earlier. Yeah, I asked her on the way down. Them. I said, "Hey, can you make us some coffee and bring them down there?" If she didn't, yeah, okay, that's okay. fine too. I'll be like, "Well, dang, I guess she didn't want to make no coffees and bring them to me." There's no consequences. There's right. it's just if you don't mind. Yeah, if you've now, got the time, if you if you're There's yeah. things that I ask Emily to do, my wife to do because I own my own company and I'm super busy right. that I say, "Hey, listen, I need you to go to the post office and ship these packages today. Yeah. Their website orders, they've got to go out." That's not an option. But I'm not talking to her as as her husband. I'm talking kind of sort of as her as her boss yeah. at that point because she's well, she's working she's for you. She's technically that, yeah. working for me, but uh, stuff around the house, I've never been that way. Yeah. You know, she keeps a very clean house. Um, not because I make her, I, yeah. I could care less. Like as long as it doesn't get nasty and filthy, then, you know, I don't care. At the end of the day, y'all are a team and I'm not married, but I do have a very good, we're a good team. Yeah. I, I have a very good, um, insight on, I, I watch y'all and I watch my parents. I'm, you know, the well, you good can pick solid, them teams out. Yeah. It's, it, you can pick you them can out. You can see them. You, nope, you can, team, you can tell. Not. They're a team. They're not. You can tell based on how they are, how they present themselves. Mm-hmm. To public, if it's a dictatorship mm-hmm. and I'm, you're, you're, she's under my thumb, or if you're a team and maybe she's quiet and you're loud, but we're a team yep. because personalities. Well, I'm not talking about loud personalities versus soft personalities. 
talking about being just a toxic person in general because at the end of the day, it's not toxic masculinity. It's you're a toxic person. Right. Yeah. Not, it's not that you're just toxic and you're a man. Yeah. It, it, that's right. Yeah. And so along with just belittling your wife, what about provoking children to anger? Oh, the Bible talks about not doing that. I don't you, like you fathers that. provoke not your children to wrath. Don't do it. Don't do it. Why? You... You 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 poke and you prod and you poke and you prod and, and your poke children. And you prod, they then they finally say they're they're seventeen years old. Yeah, they say something. And, and, oh, and you're back talking. Like uh, I think that was a setup. You provoked it. <laughs> that was a call to trap. Yeah. It's entrapment, officer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand that. Yeah, it's 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 just it it doesn't make any sense. What you're Machoism. doing, you're, set, you're setting up your your child for failure. Yeah, you're setting him up, him or her. You're setting him up to feel like that. Anything that somebody might come at them, if they have, if anybody has like a question about who they are, they say, "Are you sure you should?" Immediately they get defensive mm-hmm. because, well, it was a trap with my dad, so now it's going to be a. Tra- Everybody's going to try to put me in a trap, and that shouldn't be the case. Yeah, don't like that. I've seen that happen a lot in, um, you know, the circles that we run in are, are kind of conservative and. We could be accused of being narrow-minded and patriarchal, and, yeah. and we're really not. I mean, I know what the patriarchy is as far as what the liberal would, would say or leftist, but right. um, I'm, I'm not I'm not geared that way. But don't provoke your children. Don't yeah. don't do that. That's you're going to regret that one day. Yeah. What about this one? Aloofness instead of understanding. Aloofness. Define aloofness. Okay, so this can come in many different varieties, but ignorant. Yeah, just straight up being ignorant about the situation. What if, um, for instance, I used this when I was, before we started this, but a child falls, scrapes their knee, and they're crying. And sometimes that situation takes, rub some dirt on it. Yes. But not every single time. When, uh, when my son Micah broke his arm, boy, I went into, and I rarely do, I went into daddy mode. Yeah. Like, ah, okay, little dude's hurt. Yeah. Not good. Can't right. rub dirt on that one. You, you got to be, you got to understand the situation. You got to be vigilant mm-hmm. about the situation, understand what went on. Okay, so if you tell the child, hey, be careful. If, if you're going to go outside and uh, play with those rocks and just run around and uh, try to slide across the, the gravel, mm-hmm. understand you're probably going to get hurt, son. And when he falls, mm-hmm. rubs some dirt on the kid. You're okay. Mm-hmm. They're doing everything they can. They, they're they they're playing. They're jumping on the trampoline. <laughs> Here's a good example. They're jumping on the trampoline. They fall mid, and, and they, they hurt themselves and they just wail out in tears. Rub some dirt on it. No, they probably hurt themselves a whole lot worse than just rub some dirt on it. Especially if you're jumping on the trampoline like we used to. Oh, man. You double do bounce, jump. bounce, Yeah, double jump. And, uh, boy, it, it seemed like you weren't ever coming back down. Yeah. Every time we would do that, I would hear the song from Space Jam, I believe I can fly. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was bad. But Land that, and, and break your shins off. But That uh, whole mindset goes deeper than just the physical harm. What about if a, if a kid comes home, uh, a son, a daughter comes home, and they have been hurt by somebody else with a word or with a I situation. Got a good example. Uh, Alyssa, seventeen, my daughter. Last year, she she had her first little boyfriend, and uh, they broke up, and she was broken hearted. I know what that's like. Um, yeah, it's important to remember that. A, a, a traveling preacher. Me and my wife have been together since the fifth grade. I'm thinking about the seventh grade. 
evangelist came through and preached against boyfriends and girlfriends. And so she broke up with me. Yeah. If I ever find that guy, I'm punching <laughs> him in the mouth. Because I could be retired by now. Yeah. And I still got to work. And I don't remember his name. But if I ever find out who he was, oh, I'm, I'm going to mail him a really small, uh, like, t- a $2 bill. Yeah. <laughs> like, here you go. Hope that helps with your ministry. <laughs> <laughs> Passive aggressive to the max. Passive aggressive. <laughs> but, yeah, she had a broken heart. And so... Yeah. That's not the time for me. Ah, toughen up. That's right. puppy love. No, I mean, that's not. Masculine doesn't mean you can't show emotion. Yeah. You can't be empathetic. You can't be sympathetic. And in fact, it's the opposite. Yeah. You need to be understanding. You don't need to be so aloof that you that you don't understand what's going on, that your fix-all is rub some dirt on it. You'll be okay. It'll be all right. Just uh, take, take it on the chin, bud. Be understanding. Mm-hmm. Remember what it was like when you went through it. Yeah. That's something that my dad it harps on me and harps on our on our church people too. Remember what it was like. You were you were twelve years old once too, and mm-hmm. it was your world. Yeah, your that little problems your were were big problems. Oh well, you, you you'll understand when you when you have a have a family member who's going through cancer. You'll when you have a financial situation. In they the don't grand, mean anything in, to in, a twelve year exactly, old. Exactly. In the grand scheme of things, yes, cancer is bigger than a broken heart. But to the twelve-year-old, it's the same mm-hmm. because that—that's what they've gone through up to this point. So the it's ability a, to show empathy, love—it it all goes back to, to love. The greatest yeah. of these is charity. The greatest of these is charity, absolutely. And so I just—it's it's amazing that that those two verses that we read it ended with that that word charity. That was First Corinthians sixteen, thirteen, and fourteen. Um, and so toxic masculinity. Just just wrap up. In, in, how do you, in a couple, how do you words. treat a lady? How do you treat a lady? You treat a lady with respect. It goes back to um, treat people like they're people. Um, and I understand there are some, some people out there, who, some ladies who say, don't treat me any different. I, a, a man should treat yeah. a lady yeah. differently. You're different. You're, you're, different. you're, you're China. Yeah, you're fine China. You are fine China. We, are, we should not treat you the same you mean way you, that we treat. You don't do cat calls? No. You don't say, hey, uh, hey you're doing now. Hey, uh, <laughs> Oh, What's yeah. up over here? <laughs> Why did we go Italian? I, I guess that's what they all sound that's like. The, that's How the you doing? Macho accent, yeah. I know. Yeah. How you doing? Gold man? chain, a lot of, yeah. lot of chest hair. <laughs> a lot of chest hair. Three <laughs> buttons at least. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, Is that chest hair or a Persian rug? What is that? <laughs> but, yeah, don't. A, a, a lady should be treated as such. A lady should be treated like a lady. You should not treat a lady like you would a a, a lady of the night. Yeah. Just to, just to, just to put it as <laughs> great as, I, as, as discreetly as I can. Don't treat a a woman a lady like you would that lady of the night. Be be a gentleman. Open the door. Yes, yes, ladies, and yes, gentlemen. She can open the door herself. She's strong. She's independent. But you've got you made your way to the door first. Open it. Yeah, and I just do that for first. people. Just do it for people. Yeah, just I'm, humans. I'm just, I'm just nice that way. Just, just ten people go in, and 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 people, people take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they say, "Oh, I'm a nice guy. Appreciate it." And people just keep walking. Or sometimes walking they don't say anything. Yeah, they true, just they walk don't. in like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going here and get yeah. my food stamps. You, you, you owe, you owe me that one. And, no. And usually, if people act that way, I'll if I if I can you're engage, welcome. If I can gauge it, I'll step in front of them and I will. <laughs> it's a, it's just a little bit of yeah. a passive aggressiveness. I'm reading. Yeah, okay, I'm going to go in. But I just try to, to do, yeah, hold, you know, I don't go to, when we get in the car and go somewhere, I don't walk around to her side and open yeah. the door. But but just in general, uh, I wrote this down, don't drive a better car than your wife. Oh, yeah. 
I will drive a cardboard box and keep my wife in a, uh, as luxury as nice Absolutely. of a car, as safe of, as of a mm-hmm. car that I can. Um, it, if I don't, I just don't feel right. Yeah. I feel like I'm am, am just backwards. Yeah. Uh, I know some guys that they drive a really nice car and their wife just gets whatever's left over. If you're over. not on the same level. If you've got to choose one. Then let the wife be. Right. Defer. Defer to the wife. It shouldn't be that you're in a $70,000 truck. She's in a $5,000 junker. I hope this thing cranks. Yeah, I mean, come on. I got uh, three other things wrote down here. Provider. Provider. Protector. Mm-hmm. And promoter. Mm-hmm. I, like I like all three of those. Uh, toxic masculinity. There's nothing wrong with being masculine. Um, you should be masculine. Right. And part of that drive, that alpha drive, is to get up and go provide. Yeah. Uh, so you should be a good provider. Work a job. If if I can't take my family, and, and there's years we couldn't yeah. go on vacation. This year we went on a good mm-hmm. vacation. And, you know, that is what I want to do. Right. I want to provide not just beans and rice, but I want yeah. to provide for my family as best as I can. I want to be the protector. And I want to be that balanced person that I'm walking the balance, but yeah. I can flip either way. I can flip to be compassionate when I need to be. I can flip to be dangerous if that situation ever comes up. Uh, I want to be the protector. So when there's a bump in the night, <clears throat> sleep two or three nights ago, I got a bad habit of falling asleep on the couch. I listen to uh, British nature documentaries. That's how oh, I go lovely. to sleep. Here we see. The lion creeping through the tall savanna grass. It David Attenborough. I will be out in five <laughs> minutes. It takes all kinds. Uh, so I fell asleep two in the morning. I hear the worst racket you ever heard in your life. Yeah. The the air vent in the house, the air return, the little flappy thing fell down and hit the floor. Mm. Scared me to death. I go into ninja mode. I'm the protector. I'm yeah. not going to send my wife down to do that. Uh, and then be the be the promoter in the house. Be be the one that's. Don't you can tell your kids you can be anything you want to be. My aunt told one of my nephews that when he was a kid, and he said, "Cool, I want to be an airplane." Yeah. Uh, so make sure they understand what you're within, saying within reason. Within reason, you can't yeah. be a Decepticon, but you can you know, promote your your kids. Right. Um, don't throw a wet blanket on all their hopes and dreams. Yeah. That's not masculine. Yeah, that's I, toxic. I like it. That, that's a that's a beautiful way to end it on toxic masculinity. It is. Uh, possible to achieve but it's not necessarily masculinity that's toxic it is just sin nature sin nature that's exactly right so we thank you for listening to the patriotic preachers podcast uh if if you want to get in contact with us patriotic preachers at gmail.com also look us up on facebook just search patriotic preachers Uh, let us know what we're doing right what we're doing wrong comment like this episode tell your friends podbean.com or the podbean app on google play or the Uh, Apple Store. So thank you again for listening to the Patriotic Preachers. Invite your friends and come back next week for the next episode.